Do you want to set your child up for success? Is tutoring out of your budget, or perhaps you're someone like me who just wants to save money on private tutoring? Is this a big school year for your child? You know, maybe they're starting kindergarten or middle school. Maybe there's another milestone coming up. Or maybe your family moved. Oh my gosh, I moved so much when I was growing up. And the kids are starting a new school. Or maybe your child is ahead and just not getting challenged enough in class. Well, IXL Learning is here to help. IXL Learning is a fun online learning program for kids covering math, language, arts, science, and social studies. It's powered by advanced algorithms. IXL gives the right help to each kid, no matter the age or the personality. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. That's right. It is school approved. So make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And how to be fine listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com slash fine. Visit IXL.com slash fine to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Again, that's IXL.com slash fine. Hear that? It's the call of the crave. And when the crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 bacon bundle. Because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the bacon cheese slider, 1921 bacon cheese slider, or chicken bacon ranch slider. And also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 bacon bundle. White Castle. Follow your crave. Hey, by the book listeners, Kristen here. Did you know that you can receive a weekly by the book affirmation mini-sode plus the rules of every book that we've lived by? It's easy. All you have to do is become a member of our Patreon community. To learn more, go to patreon.com slash listen to buy the book. Again, that's patreon.com slash listen to buy the book, or just look at the episode description from today's show. The following podcast contains barnyard language and some adult content. So, maybe listen on headphones if you're at work or around small children. Now, here's the show. Hey, Jolenta. Yes, Kristen. You and I both love ourselves some daytime TV, and I'm guessing we're both very familiar with the top-rated syndicated daytime show around the world. Oh, I am guessing we are. But rather than tell you the name of that show, I'll just say the people are real, the cases are real. The rulings are final. Oh, yes, you did. That's right. We are talking about the one and only Judge Judy. Judge Judy, who isn't just a TV personality, folks, but she's also an author of self-help books. And if you guess that we're going to live by one of those books, yes, indeed, you guessed right. Because I'm Jolenta Greenberg. And I'm Kristen Meinzer. And this is By the Book. In each episode of Buy the Book, we choose a different self-help book to live by, follow it to the letter, and weigh in on whether or not it actually changed our lives. 
And for this, our eighth season, we are living exclusively by self-help guides that were written by celebrities. And today, we are tackling a book by the queen of the courtroom, Judge Judith Scheinlin, a.k.a. Judge Judy. Judith Scheinlin is an attorney, judge, and TV personality famous for her gruff disposition, comical catchphrases, and short temper with any form of nonsense in her courtroom. She was born in 1942 in Brooklyn, New York, to doting German-Jewish parents Murray and Ethel Bloom. After passing the bar in 1965, she worked in corporate law, then family law, and eventually became a judge. Since 1996, Scheinlin has presided over her own successful courtroom series, Judge Judy, making her the longest-serving judge or arbiter in courtroom-themed TV history. The show has won four Daytime Emmy Awards, including a Lifetime Achievement Award. Scheinlin has been married three times, once to Ronald Lovey, with whom she has two children, and twice to Judge Jerry Scheinlin, who she continues to be married to today. In addition to her legal and TV career, Scheinlin is also the author of seven books, including the New York Times bestsellers Don't Pee on My Leg and Tell Me It's Raining and Beauty Fades, Dumb is Forever. In Beauty Fades, Dumb is Forever, Shinelin shares her frustration of witnessing women in her courtroom day in and day out who don't use their heads. Somewhere along the way, she says these women had decided, maybe subconsciously, to hide their light under the proverbial bushel in order to become more attractive to men. And why wouldn't they? Our world teaches girls from a young age that unless they are half of a couple, they are nothing. The result? Girls and women come to accept demeaning conditions, make stupid business decisions, and let lousy men choose them rather than doing the choosing themselves. As Shineline sees it, it doesn't need to be this way. Girls can learn the message early on before making irreversible choices. There is value in having self-worth. And women of all ages can learn to nourish their strengths and hold on to their individuality to thrive. Here's how you do it. Step one. Beauty fades, dumb is forever. A gorgeous model will someday become a former model. But if you've got brains, drive, and personality, you'll never be a former anything. You'll always be the one great you. So build a solid foundation from within. Learn to be self-reliant. Acknowledge your wants and needs and accept that even when you're being true to yourself, not every day is going to be happy. Step two, don't crawl when you can fly. If you have a talent, let it show. If you have skills, go ahead and excel. Stop worrying that you might come on too strong. Be too aggressive. Be not feminine enough. If a man's not interested in you, he's not the right man for you. From the bedroom to the boardroom, stop deferring to men. Step three, what goes up must come down. Sex does not give women power over men, so don't behave as though it does. Treat your body like the temple it is, and only let someone inside for the right reason, not to win favor or avoid a fight. And if you're a teenage girl, remember, sex is stupid. Teenage boys are bad at sex, and they won't take care of you if they knock you up or give you a disease. Step four, denial is a river in Egypt. Women are master deniers. They're the only creatures who can be covered in bruises and still think, but he really loves me. And the ones who see the truth often feel trapped. Don't be one of them. Have a profession and your own source of money. Doing so will set you free both financially and emotionally. Step five, master the game, then play it. 
If you want to succeed in the workplace, learn the rules and play the game better than men. Be prepared. Make yourself indispensable. Be willing to take risks and change careers. Have a sense of humor. And stop being so easily offended. Not every guy's juvenile jokes are sexual harassment. Step six, you're the trunk of the tree. Be responsible for nourishing your own roots so you can bloom. Rest when you need to. Have lunch with a friend. Let your man feed himself. And take care of your appearance in a way that makes you feel confident. In Judge Judy's case, that means waking up before her husband each day and putting on lipstick so he never sees her in a way she doesn't want to be seen. Step seven, you can't teach a bull to dance. Don't spend your precious life trying to force your mate to change. He can't and he won't. You'll only increase your own level of irritation. Instead, make a mental shortlist of what's important. Fight over those items, not the minutiae. Look at the good things and accept that love is never a 50-50 deal. Step eight, failure doesn't build character. Whoever came up with the idea that failing builds character was an idiot. Success builds character. If we want the next generation of girls to have self-esteem, we need to give them opportunities to shine. Find out what their gifts are and nourish them. Expect effort, not straight A's. Don't assume every high-spirited child needs ADHD drugs. And see each child as their own unique person, not an extension of you. Step nine, you can be the hero of your own story. At every age, you have the opportunity to star in your own adventure. Being 50 can be fabulous, 60 sensational. Every age offers something you didn't have before. Just remember, the story of your life is about one thing only, you. What you make of it, alone or with a partner, with children or childless, pretty or plain, wealthy or middle class, will be the tale that's written. It's your choice how the story ends. That's what the book says. And so that's what we did for two weeks straight. So, Kristen, please, please tell us about your first week of living by Beauty Fades. Dumb is forever by Judge Judith Scheindlin. Well, surprise, Jolenta. I started with step one. Mm, my classic go with the steps, girl. Uh, <laughs> that would be Beauty Fades. Dumb is forever. Yes. And the thing is, I like to think I already know how to appreciate my brain, but I realized that maybe I could become a little bit more self-reliant in certain areas, mm. and um, those areas that I'm not as self-reliant as I could be in, I'm just going to blame my husband, Dean, for that. Oh, yeah. No, Dean's like addicted to taking care of you. <laughs> He, he is. He, he is. lives for that shit. <laughs> he loves it. But I decided this would be a good time to learn how to do all sorts of things that Dean does and then do them on my own. And that led me straight into step two. Okay. And step two is don't crawl when you can fly. Yes. And the first place I decided I could fly was in the IT department. You know, I'd been thinking for months that Maybe I could cross-promote my other podcast, Movie mm. Therapy, on YouTube by just putting up the audio and logo for the show in various videos. And by doing so, I'd also be checking off step nine in the book. Oh, wow. And that, okay, so that one is uh, be the hero of your own story. Right. That makes sense. Exactly. So after doing some research, I felt pretty confident I could do it. But wouldn't you know, someone really wanted to help. 
So I'm just doing what it says here in, in the instructions that I got well, just, fed. I don't know. I feel like my, if you save it separately just to a separate drive, but, then, well, then we can upload it from there. But that's not how I'm doing it, and that adds an extra step. That's not what it says to do. I, I know, I know. But this will be this will be much easier. It'll make much more sense. It'll be, you know, it'll be Honey, simpler. And I know you're trying to help, but I'm really trying to do this myself. Oh, I'm sure you can. Then, then why aren't you letting me? It's just that... I am your CIO, and I love being your IT hero. And I, you're not. I'm supposed. I'm supposed to be here to help. Please, just can you let me do this, Dean? Oh, Dean, you're always gonna be an IT hero, even if Kristen wants to be her own hero. And I have to say. <laughs> In Dean's defense, as someone who does have to watch you use technology on a regular basis, <laughs> you more than a lot of other people in my life make me want to intervene. Like, you make me want to be like, ah, can I just do that? Like, Ugh. and like, like I'm true. not, I'm not trying to be mean, but like, no, I no, feel no, no, like you totally bring that out right. in people, especially when it comes to IT work. Oh, yeah. It's very, very true. I mean, like, you had to teach me how to use, like, filters on Instagram. And, you know, we've mentioned it on the show before, but I didn't even have, you know, a smartphone until five years ago. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not the uh, most uh, on top of these technological things. Right. But I did it myself. I'm proud of I, you. I, and I'm proud of myself, too. Yeah. Well, I am glad you did it. I'm glad you were able to, to bat away his offers for help. <laughs> and and power through. Uh, speaking of powering through, did you power through to another step? Of course I did. But I'm going to surprise you. I jumped ahead to step four. Oh, my. Step four. Skipping around. Yeah, that's me. I'm so impressed. What a rebel. Uh, <laughs> step four is denial is a river in Egypt. Yes. And for this, Judge Judy wants us all to be financially independent and I already like to think I am for the most part. Right. Um, Dean and I keep separate finances. We always have. But there was one place I knew I could do better with my money, and that was my home loan. <gasps> that is so adult. Thank you. Thank you so what, much. Like, I mean, what does the, that mean? <laughs> the, well, the thing is, like, you probably know this, Jolenta. Uh, Rates have dropped right. for home loans. And I'd been thinking for quite a while, like, maybe I should refinance. Maybe I should refinance. But this book really gave me the nudge I needed. So I reached out to my bank. I filled out a bunch of paperwork. It was like the longest application ever, getting all my financial paperwork in order, sending all of that stuff in. I did all of it. Mm-hmm. And then after that, it only took a day or so for the bank to call me back and deliver the news. And here I am talking to Dean about it afterward. So, what did they say? Uh, I'm not going to tell you. I'm going to let you guess. They locked you in for 3%. No. 2.75? No. Guess again. Um, two and a half and some points? I don't Wrong! Know. I got declined. What? Why? They turned me down because they said my finances looked weird because I am a freelancer. Oh, good grief. Kristen, I am so impressed that you got all this shit together and did it on your own. This is something I would think of and then, like, really make someone else do (laughs) or, like, write off as something that, like, I just cannot handle mentally and emotionally right now. Um, Secondly, it fucking sucks that freelancers always look like garbage people to banks like because we always 
we always have this like sad, weird receipt trail with lots of like promises written in the margins. I feel like we're like, <laughs> we swear we're good for it. Like it's just not regular. And like, yeah, this was from three years ago, but I'm still living off of it maybe. Or, you know, like it's, Ugh, it's yeah. a hard life. And I am sorry that entering my world has led to instability. I feel responsible. It is because all your I'm Jolenta. self-centered, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> um, enough about me feeling guilty. What about you? Um, what did you do next? After that, I did step five. Oh my gosh, my favorite step. Master <laughs> the game, then play it. Yes. And you know what? After that letdown about not being eligible to refinance my home loan, I figured that at least I could try to make more money or be better with my money in a different way. Um, Very specifically, I thought, I am going to be an unrelenting badass and chase down some money that a certain contract job has not paid me for six months. And um, Jolenta, you know what this company is. I've Mm -hmm. complained to you about it before. Not going to name it here. But yeah, six months of not getting paid. Yes, it is, yeah. I mean, it's it's another part of being a freelancer, right? Yes. Like, am I going to get paid? The glory of having to, like, check to see if you ever got paid and, like, chase things that you emailed, you know, half a year ago. Yeah. As my friend Rafer puts it, uh, when you're a freelancer, you get paid per piece, per hour, or per chance. So, I mean, yeah. I, That's I got so fierce. cute. I love that. <laughs> I really love it. It's so great. So I got really fierce. I sent them a total of 10 emails in three days. I started copying people higher up on the ladder. I found Mm -hmm. out who managed certain teams. I embarrassed certain people where they wrote me back personally and said, why did you copy that person? I did everything I thought Judge Judy would do. And then I closed my courtroom for the week. Oh, I am rock hard right now. (laughs) Thank you. I love that. Nothing says mastering the game and playing it like relentlessly, like finding the right people to CC. (laughs) I'm in awe. I'm so impressed. Thank you. Thank you so much, Jolenta. But enough about me. I got to hear about your first week of living by Beauty Fades, Dumbest Forever by Judge Judah Shineland. Well... This was a wild fucking read. (laughs) I thought I knew who Judge Judy was, uh, but I don't. (laughs) I was shocked. I was shocked at how angry Judge Judy seems to be at me and at all women and women or girls who may take ADHD drugs, which does lead me straight to step eight where I started. Ah, yeah. Step eight is... Failure does not build character. Right. And uh, Judge Judy says, you're supposed to set yourself up for success and be an example of success. And in Judge Judy's mind, that means not assuming ADHD drugs are the solution to everything. Uh, Lucky for her and I, I do not assume ADHD (laughs) drugs are the solution to everything or for everyone. But I do know that I take ADHD drugs and they definitely are a solution uh, step for me towards success. So uh, I continued to take my meds every day and counted that as step eight. Yeah, I don't think Judy would approve, but 
I approve, Jolenta. I do. And really, I only want your approval. <laughs> That's all I want. And the approval of all of our listeners. So there's that. So um, what did you do after that? After that, I did step one with the hopes that it would help me better understand where this book is coming from. Because it's like the title step. Yes, yes. That is Beauty Fades, Dumb is Forever. And for this step, she says, you need to know your wants and needs. So I made a two-sided list labeled wants and needs, and I tried to think of everything I wanted and needed. And I don't know about you, but I really feel like a floundering mess still right now, like very far into quarantine, like a year in. I still have no idea if I'm coming or going or what day it is or what month it is. And I'm sick and I'm not caught up on work and I don't have any structure and everything feels gross. So my list of wants and needs has a lot to do with taking my work and health more seriously and implementing structure in my life to do that. Ooh, I think Judy would love that. She is a very regimented, structured person, it totally. seems. <laughs> yeah. Totally. I agree. But also making this list left me super confused. Uh, here I am talking it out with Brad. It's like I want a better – I want and need, like, a better sleep schedule. I want to feel like I'm not always catching up on work, but, like, I have a handle on it. I want to talk to, like, friends and family more. On good communication between you and I. That's good. I need more structure. I need like healthier and better planned meals. I need to make a daily work slash like life flow like schedule. Right. Um, so that's that's all fine. Right. But good. also this book says it's all about like don't rely on anyone but yourself. But it's like, I very much need your help to, like, implement structure. I need your help to, like, get the healthy groceries for the meals that, like, I'm not going to cook, but you're going to cook. Like, I can't make all these things I want to need happen without help. But also it's, like, literally, like, don't rely on anyone ever. Right. Like, to need structure means, like, you often need to find, like, people around you who will help you implement it. Yeah. So. It's like, what do I do? I don't know. Like, I don't know what to do. Well, Like, I, I see say, what she's playing at. Right. Can I just say, I, I do like that you came up with this list. Right. Well, and that's the thing. It's like, this is good, but then to do any of it, I literally need you. Like, I'm still not allowed to leave the house. Like, I need you for things right. in ways that, like, cannot be denied. So I just said, like, fuck it. I'll just try step two. <laughs> and, like, think about the other shit later. Step two is don't crawl when you can fly. Mm -hmm. So I took Judge Judy's advice very literally, and I stopped worrying about seeming too aggressive, and I stopped deferring to the man in my life. Uh, Here I am doing that. Take a listen. Can I just let you know my schedule in the morning? No, because I do not defer to you. (laughs) I don't care. No. I don't need your permission to exist tomorrow, <laughs> and I, I do not defer to you. Not what I, I do not defer to you. I don't you need to. your permission to have a schedule. No, I'm just informing you. I'm just giving you... I'm trying to make your life easier. <laughs> but what did you end up doing after that? Um, after that, I tried step three. I just started going in order because I was at a total fucking loss. 
<laughs> and remember, step three is what goes up must come down. And if mm-hmm. that's not clear, she's referring to a penis. Boobs? Oh, I thought <laughs> I thought like your your sex appeal sags. And oh, so no, you she can't has that whole chapter that. about erectile dysfunction. Right, that drugs. is true. Uh, I do like that. I did like that one. Uh, um, I digress. This chapter was another confusing one for me. Um, I did not know what to do with it. I felt like Judy was telling me to not like sex, sort of. Don't have it with teenage boys. Don't want or that. Like, stupid I, if you're a teenage, girl. I am not supposed to want it the way men do. Like. But she also says I should treat my body like a temple, and my temple is often horny. So I thought I'd just honor that. And, and uh, what do you mean by honor that? And so one evening when my uh, temple was horny, I attempted to get busy with my partner, Brad. Uh, and Judy says that men need sex like they need air or some bullshit like that. <laughs> so I was shocked when Brad turned me down for sex (gasps) because he was still at work and works nights and can't be expected to drop his responsibilities because I'm horny. Oh, my God. Are you saying Judge Judy led you astray? Uh, yeah. Fully fucking lied to you or Brad is defective. I don't know. (laughs) But this disappointment led me directly into step four. And step four is denial is a river in Egypt. Correct. And this chapter really got me thinking. And then it got me paranoid uh, because am I making excuses for Brad? Should I have demanded that he stop working? Am I in denial about his commitment to me or at least his commitment to having sex with me? Am (laughs) I just making excuses left and right? So I asked him. Um, do you love me as much as you love your work? Yes. I don't want to be in denial. What are you in denial about? Sometimes you get so wrapped up in your work and, like, it's so serious and breaking and important. And then if I fall by the wayside, I'm like, it's okay. Like, I'm still number one in his life. Just not like at the second. But is that denial? And am I making excuses for you? I like to think that even though you're like the number one priority in my life, sometimes like I need to focus on the second thing to like keep that going. Is that fair? I think so, but I don't know. There are times where you find work really important. Doesn't mean that you value work more than me overall. Right. So it's almost like this is stupid and like making me insecure for no reason, but I have to think about it. Oh, Jolenta. I can't tell if you're serious or messing with him. Like, what, I what's can't going on tell here? either. This book <laughs> was confusing me. Like, it always sort of starts as a bit, but then I'm like, but also, fuck you or fuck me or fuck Judge Judy. I don't know. All I know is that everything started funny, but then led to me second-guessing myself, and that's how week one ended. Oh, God. Well, I can (laughs) hardly wait to hear if you can turn things around in week two, but of course we can't get to that quite yet because we need to take a break. But before we do, 
quick question for you. Have you lived by Beauty Fades Dumbest Forever? Have you read it? Have you appeared in front of Judge Judy <gasps> in court? Oh, my God. A Share your story with us. Hit us up at kristenandangelenta at gmail.com or go to our very, very active Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash BTB pod. Or if you got a super juicy story, please leave us a voicemail. Call us. Leave us your voice. We'll play it on the bonus episode. 30249 books. Kristen, what's the actual number? That would be 302-492-6657. Some people like to deep clean every Saturday morning. I prefer to spend a few minutes every day keeping things fresh with Lysol. Lysol's brand new day toilet bowl cleaner disinfects both the toilet brush and bowl, killing 99.9% of viruses and bacteria with a fragrance that feels like a tropical getaway for your senses. <sighs> Don't just clean, Lysol clean. Save big money in your next project with help from Menards. Move water where you need it quickly with a Barracuda sump pump. Some pumps keep your basement dry when big storms hit unexpectedly. Get a half-horsepower cast-iron Barracuda sump pump on sale now through May 5th. Hurry into Menards and don't forget to check out our weekly flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at Menards. Meet the next generation of podcast stars with Sirius XM's Listen Next program, presented by State Farm. As part of their mission to help voices be heard, State Farm teamed up with Sirius XM to uplift diverse and emerging creators. Tune in to Stars and Stars with Isa as host Isa Nakazawa dives into birth charts of her celeb guests. This is just the start of a new wave of podcasting. Visit statefarm.com to find out how we can help prepare for your future. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Okay, we are back. And Kristen, it is time to hear about your second week of living by beauty fades. Dumb is forever. When we left off, you were working at being the star of your own story and set up a YouTube channel and get payment from one of your clients. How did the week two start? Unfortunately, it started with step seven. What? That has nothing to do with getting paid. That is, you can't <laughs> teach a bull to dance. That's about husbands, in yes. our case, spouses yes. in general. And this step, as you know, is all about specifically picking your battles with your mate. And unfortunately, a new one presented itself at the very beginning of week two. Honey? Yep. Honey, what are you doing under my desk? Excuse me. Um, um, well, I'm, I'm tidying up these cords. I would like you to not do that right now. I said I was going to be my own IT person during but, this book. But it's like a bird's nest down here, and I have this organizer box that's going to, like, tuck away the um, power strip, and it's going to get it out of your feet so that you, you won't trip I love you so much, and that's really, really sweet of you, but I can do it myself. You don't need to do that, honey. But I got it as a present for you, and, uh... Dean! 
like I said, addicted to helping you. That is a man going through Kristen helping withdrawals is what it looks like to me. (laughs) Honestly, like it's very sweet. It kind of brings a tear to my eye. Like he wants to help so bad and he's trying so hard to plead his case. Like the power strip goes in the box. Like don't you see? He really does love to help. He cannot be stopped. He does. He does. I love him. And um, Dean, I'm sorry. I just, I needed to do it myself. Right. Uh, So what did you do next? All right. After that, I did a combination of step three and step six. Okay. So that is what goes up must come down, the sex one. And you're the trunk of the tree, which is the self-care one. Yes. And for this, I just want to warn everyone that things are about to go from PG to rated R. Uh, Brandon, if you want to put some boom chicka boom music in right now, now would be the time to do it. Kristen, go ahead. All right. So I decided to treat my body like a temple Mm. with no men involved. I sent Dean off on some errands, which, by the way, made him feel useful, which he wanted to feel. Right. And then I settled into bed with a bit of smut. I enjoyed some quality time with myself. And afterward, I took a long, hot shower and did what I call a sauna, which is essentially just me laying in bed with a towel on my head. And I'm guessing it's not exactly what Judge Judy had in mind, but maybe it was. I don't know. Maybe. Are you, like, sort of lightly saying you watched porn or read porn? I just want to clear that up. Oh, I always considered smut reading. Reading. Okay, that's what I thought. I wasn't quite sure. Thank you. Um, I think Judge Judy's on board with that. I feel like you were so self-sufficient and you, like, delegated, like, (laughs) to get Dean out of the way. I like it. Thank you. Thank you. What happened next? I stumbled into step eight, unfortunately. Okay. Step eight is failure doesn't build character. Did you accidentally stumble into some ADHD meds? I don't know. <laughs> that might have been more fun. Unfortunately, <laughs> no. Uh, I just had uh, had first run in with failure. Listen. Oh! <laughs> What is it? Every episode has been flagged. Oh, I'm sure it's fine. No, it's not fine. Every fucking post I put up on my new YouTube channel says I don't own the music, but I do. I bought the music. I own the rights. I got it through Warner Chapel. I own the rights, and that's why it's been in my podcast for the past year. Sure, but maybe owning the music for a podcast isn't the same as owning it for a video. Maybe? But I'm, I'm not even making videos. I'm just making, like, it's just the audio of the podcast up against a logo for my podcast. There's nothing happening. There's nothing to watch. But the, if you don't have the video rights, I guess you can't put it on. <laughs> Oh, that's infuriating. I'm on your side, by the way. It is not a video. You don't need video rights if it's a podcast. Yes, thank you. I am sorry. Uh, What did you do? So in a panic, I deleted the whole movie therapy YouTube channel. And then immediately afterward, I regretted it because I probably could have just found a way to pay for additional music rights. I feel like there's a way to sort of write in and be like, no, I do own the rights or something. Like, I feel like there's a way to do it without deleting everything. Yeah. I mean, that's me not being my own IT hero. This is why, like, I'm not an Uh, IT person, right? mm -hmm. But uh, the whole thing, honestly, it just made me feel like an idiot. 
And it did not build up my character, that's for sure. It just made me feel lousy. So maybe that's kind of doing the step the way Judge Judy wanted. I don't know. <laughs> like, it's not like you took to Twitter and are like, I made a mistake, but I'm better for it. Like, that I feel like, no. You're just like, this failure was stupid and I feel like shit, like I'm supposed to. I think Judge Judy would like say I was. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, I failed and felt lousy. Thanks, Judy. Yay! That was <laughs> shitty. Uh, how'd you end your week, too? Well, fortunately, in a much better place. Listen. Look what you got! Ooh, it's an envelope! It's from you-know-who. It is from you-know-who. Let's see if there is a check in here. There's a check in here. Oh, you got paid. Well done. I used my gavel. I made clear that justice needed to be served. I was going to be paid. And yes, indeed, I am now paid. Yay. Well done, Judge Meinzer. Oh, Bailiff Dean. You also deserve credit here because you've been such a good support through all this. Fabulous. Let's put on your snow pants and have a drink. Yes. Okay, that is adorable. That's very cute. I, you know what? The rulings were final. And I was and pleased. you were worth the money. Yes, I was. I did it all. I did what had to be done. <laughs> Sounds like it was a pretty good way to end a pretty up and down two weeks, I guess. Yeah, I mean, there were lots of downs. Let's be real. There were yeah. lots of downs in those two weeks. But yes, that was a very happy way to end things. But you know what? Hmm. It's time to stop talking about me. It's time to start talking about you, mm. Jolenta Greenberg. Mm -hmm. Can we talk about your second week of living by beauty fades, dumb as forever? Let's get to it, Kristen. Uh, my week one was, was pretty insecure and hostile. So I was hoping to turn that around in week two. Nice. And, mm. and how did you do that? I first did step five. Uh, yes, that is master the game. And play it. And this one, uh, this one was a doozy. As I mentioned when you did it, it was my favorite step, but that was sort of sarcastic. <laughs> uh, mainly I started with it because it was like the one I had left that I was least looking forward to. Mm. Um, most of the advice in that chapter is like laugh off sexism and accept all the things that Jolenta finds intolerable and like overall it's not sexual harassment. Overall it's just detrimental guys having society. fun. Yeah, like I don't know. Like no, 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 no. Like, we don't have to, like, pretend we're guys, girls anymore to, like, get jobs. We can, like, acknowledge what gets in the way of us doing the same shit men get to do without someone, like, saying they look pretty or should smile. Uh, so, so how did you grapple with that? Then? So I rewrote that step. <gasps> step five is now master the game, then destroy it because games are for children. Oh, Jolenta. <laughs> we... Live by the rules of mm -mm. the book down no. to the letter on this show. No. That is right in our tagline. Some of our listeners complain that, like, we're not taking it as seriously anymore, and I'm going to lean into that and disappoint <laughs> them further. <laughs> Look, this might be fully cheating, but I have lived, I lived by Master the Game and then Play It before reading this book. And I did it for a while. And uh, I very much decided that it did not work for me and made working harder and like added to bad environments. So I decided to just do what I always do and not change because of the book. <laughs> 
And, what do you mean by not change? Um, I don't know if you've noticed, but I've been on a pretty hardcore and like very long Twitter rampage since oh, like I've I guess Christmas 2020. <laughs> I've noticed, yes. Basically, I snapped and decided like my lupus insomnia will be cured by raging against the sort of golden boy culture and public radio that has bled over into the podcasting world. Just meaning like a lot of shitty people have somehow failed up because other shitty people decided like it reminded them of their younger selves. And like, I'm tired. We're all tired. And I have the luxury of being able to be like pretty vocal about it and the sort of connections I've been able to see having been in this industry and in like many sides of it for so long that I think maybe other people can't see. Uh, So basically... I just tweet angrily still about douche bros raising each other up at the expense of people of color and women and every other minority uh, because they want to keep seeing versions of themselves. And while Judge Judy might say I'm a humorless bitch taking myself too seriously, I find the act to be quite freeing. And I don't get much (laughs) shit for it. In fact, literally yesterday, someone sent me a message on Twitter, and I did not tweet much yesterday, saying, the more I see these white guys who got their original shine from public radio, the more I cannot believe they've gotten as far as they have. You're a champion. I'm sorry. I never got called a champion by a stranger on Twitter when I just laughed off shitty behavior and tried desperately not to make waves or, like, come off as difficult. So I am fine with how I did step five, and I will get off my soapbox now. Nice. Well, I don't think Judy would approve, but once again, I already said this once in this episode. I'm going to say it again. I approve. And I think the listeners approve, too. I think so. Yes. And (laughs) what did you do after that? After that... I decided to unwind with step six. Ah, yes. That's the self-care step. You're the trunk of the tree. So Judge Judy says it's important to nourish yourself. And I decided I would take some time to work on a project that I have been meaning to finish forever to nourish myself. Because you know I love my crafts. Yes, yes. So what's the project this time? I have been making a stuffed animal donut, Kristen. (gasps) Uh, for my friend Sophie's son. Uh, The origin of the story is my friend Sophie asked her son if he would want a little brother or little sister someday, and he said he wanted a donut. So I got to agree with that. That's a good choice. Donuts are delicious. Yeah. Yeah. And so I've been making this, like, needlepoint stuffed animal donut, um, and it's been taking forever. But I said, fuck it. I'm going to take an afternoon. I'm going to not defer to any men. I'm going to... And I'm going to just watch some reality TV and craft. And I finished my donut, and it was a delight. And I will obviously post a picture because it's a fucking adorable chocolate sprinkle donut stuffed animal. And what did you do after making your donut? After I made my donut, I decided to work on my bowl, Uh, meaning I hit up step seven. Ah, yes. Step seven is you can't teach a bowl to dance. So, as I said, I was trying to make this week less hostile. So, I took this step as an opportunity to remind my partner what I think is great about him. Because Judge Judy does say not to nag unless it really counts and to try and focus on the positive parts of your spouse when you can. So, I did some thinking and then I told Brad what I appreciate about him lately. 
wanted to point out some positives I've noticed about you lately. Oh. Love, love how responsible you are. Mm. I love how like hard you work to to do better and like change. Like you're a very quick study, and it's very impressive. And like you're, I can tell you're very eager to please, and I love that about you. It's a big Labrador. You really are. Thanks. That's nice of you to say. You're welcome. Thanks. You're gonna shake my hand. Just yeah. <laughs> that poked you. me. I was like, is he going in for a handshake? <laughs> <laughs> wow, what a professional atmosphere this has created. <laughs> Oh my God, Jolenta, that is adorable. Thank you. Honestly, this was a fun thing to do. And I do need to do things like this more often. Still, like you think I would get this through my head. I feel like every season we live by a book that reminds me like, oh, I should like give Brad more verbal affirmations. They are truly his bread and butter. And I am stingy with them because I don't care about them myself. And like, I really should just do it more because it means so much to him. And it takes so little. Mm. Well, I'm sure he really appreciated it. It sounded like he appreciated it. He did. And I love, like, I always like when I can really, like, take him off, off guard by being nice, uh, which is easy. <laughs> Jesus. That's a weird thing to like about myself. Let's move on, please. <laughs> After all that sweetness, Jolenta, what did you do? Well, you know, I hate sweet shit. So I did step nine. Oh, step nine is being the hero of your own story. Yeah. Enough, like, love stories. I want a story all about me and mainly... I started thinking about how I've been sort of defining this period of my life as the sort of like waiting out lupus, being sick and in a funk and barely functioning period. But that is not what a hero of her story would would consider a phase of life. So I did some thinking and I made a declaration. I've decided this is no longer like the sad waiting out lupus period of my life. This is the fiber arts period of my life, Brad. Yes. And you need to get on the ball as my teammate and help me send out these gifts. Like Teddy's donut, Sasha's blanket. They are not going to be sending themselves out. So could you help me be the fiber arts queen? I would love that. Yeah. Please. Also, aren't, so you're saying you need me to help? I need you to go outside for me because I cannot, in this current quarantine era, as an immunocompromised just, person. I just wanted to make sure what was happening. I don't need your help. I need you to go do shit. You need my help. That's nice. And I would love to help you. Oh, my God. I'm not supposed to admit I need your help. I know. I know. I just want to point out this book is bullshit. Oh, Cholenta. I love it. I love it. You totally. There you have it. You totally rewrote the story of your life in this period. And you actually have things to show for it. And you have a bailiff to go out there and do your bidding for you. Or a Bradiff bailiff. Ah! Bradley, no. I feel like I basically ended where I started, acknowledging that I need help, but that it is going against the whole, like, self-sufficiency thesis that Judge Judy is, like, so aggressively pushing. I, I was about to say that, yeah. Mm, but, yeah. Jolenta, it almost sounds like you're going in and trying to give a verdict here. Let's not do that quite yet. Let's take a break instead. And when we're back, then we'll do our verdicts. Fine. But first, uh, before we take that break, quick reminder— 
rate us and review us if you like what you hear. There are so many podcasts these days, everyone. And how do you know what to listen to? You look at the ratings and reviews. Uh, Don't you want your friends to listen to us? Probably if you still like us. So tell them about us and rate us and review us so you can tell your internet friends about us. It's simple. Five stars. They're fun. They don't suck. Easy peas. (laughs) When your space has the long-lasting, noticeable scent of Airwick Vibrant Essential Mist, you'll be inviting everyone over. From barbecues to girls' night, the kids can even host their friends. Whoa, it smells amazing. Airwick Vibrant Essential Mist is infused with two times more essential oil versus regular Airwick Essential Mist for our most authentic, nature-inspired fragrance experience. Airwick Vibrant Essential Mist is perfectly portable and effortlessly easy, the way fragrance should be. Now that's a breath of fresh Airwick. Meet the next generation of podcast stars with SiriusXM's Listen Next program, presented by State Farm. As part of their mission to help voices be heard, State Farm teamed up with SiriusXM to uplift diverse and emerging creators. Tune in to Stars and Stars with Issa as host Issa Nakazawa dives into birth charts of her celeb guests. This is just the start of a new wave of podcasting. Visit statefarm.com to find out how we can help prepare for your future. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Okay, Kristen, it's time. Please, please, can I hear your verdict? Did Beauty Fades Dumbest Forever by Judge Judy work for you? Would you recommend it? What are your thoughts on this book? You have been so good at playing it cool and not revealing your your simmering deep, deep thoughts. Well, I think you know how I feel about this book, Jolenta. I think it is hilarious and ridiculous and problematic, and also hilarious, because Judge Judy has such strong opinions, and she delivers every single opinion as if she's completely exasperated and has had it with you. You, you dummy reading this book. Oh, I've had it with you. And I found myself laughing out loud on almost every single page. And some of her advice actually is fantastic, you know? I actually really like what she said about failure not building Mm. character. It runs so counter to what the self-help industry constantly is telling us. And um, I I just thought there were some good little tidbits of advice in there. That being said, a lot of the advice is terrible. (laughs) Yeah. A A lot of it's antiquated and contradictory and sexist and makes no sense. I'm like, what is this whole thing about waking up before your husband wakes up and putting on makeup, but you're not doing it for him? You're You're doing doing it for for you because you're an independent woman? Uh Uh-uh. What? What? And the ADHD drug thing? It's like- Whatever. Like, what does she mean by that? She was hopping on the trends of the time, I think. I feel like that (sighs) was just like the parting line. Yeah, it's like- People needing medicine is not a bad thing. We should be grateful that things like medicine exist. Why? What is your problem, Judy? No what, idea. What's your issue with drugs? I don't Just understand. No, no, women are not allowed to show weakness is like a, a oh, big undercurrent. God. Yeah, and I think you know darn well how I feel about the sexual harassment stuff. Oh, I mean, like, come on. You know what? I spent a long time laughing that shit off because I had no choice. And then once I escaped it, I was like, nope. I, I am not laughing about that anymore. And... It sucks that women have historically been put in positions where we are forced to laugh about it because our livelihood is on the line. But is that something I would actually instruct people right, to do Right, and purpose? are told by other women we look up to to do the same. Like, it no, sucks. No, no. It sucks. 
it sucks. And I, oh, God, mm-hmm, no. There mm-hmm. are a lot of problems in this book. A lot of problems. So many problems. But at the end of the day, the question, of course, on buy the book is, did the book work? Would I recommend it? And in my case, you know, I I do think some of the book did actually work. Uh, I did manage to get paid, which I, you know, for months was trying to get paid. It was over six months of like, are you guys going to pay me? Hey, reminder, that's that's the invoice. Hey, uh, it's me again. Hey, I'm going to leave a phone message because I found your personal cell phone number and none of that was working. So, you know, I think this book helped me get paid. It did not help me refinance my home loan, but at least it helped me get enough of my finances in order so that I could enter the tax season more prepared. Um, I, you know, I didn't succeed with my YouTube channel, which is now non-existent. I'm but sad about that one. I'm really sad too. And so... I don't know. I don't know if that's the book's fault, though. Um, I, I do like the overall message, though, that you know we're about way more than what we look like, and we don't need a man to feel worthwhile or validated. I love that message, but I just got to give this a so-so verdict. Mm-hmm. Unless you're reading the book for comedy, then right. I think you're going to enjoy it because it's a laugh riot. Yeah. What about you, though, Jolenta? Uh, what is your verdict on oof. Beauty Fades, Dumb as Forever? This was one of the wildest most counterintuitive books <laughs> we have ever read, ever read. Oh, like, yeah. it was both fascinating and infuriating. Every other second, I was either like, I'm in awe of Judge Judy, or like, oh my gosh, I had no idea Judge Judy was so wrong and mean. <laughs> like, she's so <laughs> accusatory towards women. She blames them for the way society has brainwashed us all to think about the sexes. She routinely blames victims of domestic abuse for letting themselves be dumb enough to be abused. Like, the appalling advice very much outweighs the interesting and sometimes sort of funny glimpses into Judge Judy's life, in my opinion. Yeah. Did you notice also when it comes to blaming women that she worships her father, but she clearly kind of thinks her mom is so-so? Right. I mean, it's very also clear that glimpses into her life are very male-centric, which is interesting. Like you said, really idolizing her father, really idolizing her husband, and like really praising herself for like remarrying him. It's just really interesting to me. Um, And I don't blame her. Like, she's a product of her time. And, like, she did have to play the boys game in order to get where she is. But, like, we don't have to do that anymore. Um, Hopefully we're trying not to. Yeah. But basically I learned more than I ever wanted to know about Judge Judy. And I, like, think (laughs) I like her less because of this book. And... I feel like living by it made me more insecure and made me behave more like a stereotypical sort of naggy, hot and cold wife. Uh, and I did not like who I was a lot of the time when I followed the advice unless I was tweaking the advice or like fully contradicting the advice or making the advice a joke. So I cannot recommend this book. Even like, honestly, it's not funny enough for me to be like 50-50. Like, just don't mm-hmm. read it. I do not recommend officially. <laughs> Whereas I'm recommending it for a good laugh, but not necessarily to live. I'm just by. sort of humorless yeah. right now, I think. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> it's maybe it's the lupus. And I think that means the decisions are real and the verdict is final. Yeah. And that's it for Judge Jolenta and Kristen. And that's it for this episode of By the Book. 
huge thanks, as always, to our fabulous production team at Stitcher, our producers, Brandon Nix, Corinne Wallace, and Daisy Rosario, and our engineer, Andy Christens. Thanks also to Nate Wyda, who composed our theme song, and of course, to the great Rizzos for performing it. Please stay in touch. We love to hear your thoughts on the books we are living by. Our email address is kristenangelenta at gmail.com. You can also tweet at us at Jalenta G, at Kristen Meinzer, or at By the Book Pod. And again, I just want to reiterate what Jolenta said earlier. If you have ever been in Judge Judy's courtroom, that includes mm. in the audience. That includes you are suing somebody. That includes you are uh, being yelled at by Judy. Any of those things, please reach out to us. We want to hear your Judge Judy stories. Please. And of course, your stories if you've ever lived by this book. Don't forget to rate and review our show. Until next time. I'm Jolenta Greenberg. And I'm Kristen Meinzer. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. The clapper. Really love that one. (laughs) Clap on. Clap off. Oh, no. Clap on, clap off. The clapper. (laughs) You know you wanted to to do it. We have to go. Oh, my God. I put it down. You didn't pick it up. I was waiting for Brandon. Look at Brandon's hand on his face because that means I've succeeded. Stitcher. Meet the next generation of podcast stars with SiriusXM's Listen Next program presented by State Farm. As part of their mission to help voices be heard, State Farm teamed up with SiriusXM to uplift diverse and emerging creators. Tune in to Stars and Stars with Isa as host Isa Nakazawa dives into birth charts of her celeb guests. This is just the start of a new wave of podcasting. Visit statefarm.com to find out how we can help prepare for your future. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.